Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Mizzuto. I am your host here today, and I'm so pumped up for this conversation I'm about to have. I, I think that I have a fantastic guest joining me today, and I, we're going to dive right into this conversation because I want to to introduce you all, and I want you all to walk away feeling supported and inspired, and and we're just we're going to have so much fun here. So, with that, I have Iris Garcia joining me today. Iris has over twenty five years of experience bridging and building corporate, private, and nonprofit sectors. These organizations have served as tools to create economic development, financial education, capital initiatives, operational improvements, and strategic partnerships. Through advocacy and dedication, IRIS seeks to improve and lead professionals on a day-to-day basis with compassion, ethics, integrity, and wisdom. As a trained and skilled executive, IRIS leads by example with implementing professional development, mentorship, and workshops for professionals from all walks of life and has had the pleasure of assisting in initiatives initiatives connected with the White House, Pentagon, local, state, city, and federal-level projects. She's been recognized for her efforts serving the local and statewide communities on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, Comcast, ACU, Houston Voyage, and Canvas Rebel Magazine. Iris, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, let's dive right in. And I'd love if you can kind of give us kind of the quick overview. I know I did I, I did your bio, but kind of talk us through your journey and, and, and how you got to where you are today. Oh, my goodness. First, thank you for having me, Megan. Uh, and I'm so looking forward to our talks. Um, where do I begin? And I have to figure out which part of my journey I want to start you guys off at. <laughs> But um, just really honestly, a, a young girl from New Jersey, and uh, you know, I grew up in a in a separate home. My parents were separated uh, when I was very young. I have a very peculiar story, which has allotted me to become who I am today. Uh, but I'll still I'll fast forward you to where I'm at now. Um, I started off in the um, oh my goodness the county sector, working. Uh, as an administrative and began to just kind of climb the ladders with doing not only county work, but then here I go into city work and then federal work. And so at the age of like 19, I had like a top secret clearance and I'm walking the the hallways of the Pentagon, you know, um, servicing three, four star army generals. Like, how did I get here? Right. But I I realized I had the gift of administration uh, to like the third degree. You know, so there's some people who have like, uh, you know, you just you meet certain people and you realize that they were called to do something greater. And and I'm realizing in my life that I'm called to help support people in high levels to become their their best person. Mm-hmm. And I always said, God, why am I in this position where I'm always helping other people? But nevertheless, it's it's taken me on a journey uh, to uh, various levels of administration, executive administration, management, director. And now I'm servicing a historical conservancy here in Houston that specializes in preserving historical structures. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just to give you an idea, uh, we were um, before the emancipation, after the emancipation was signed, you had a group of group of slaves that traveled from Galveston to Houston 
Houston has very rich soil. The city of Houston is literally built off of the backs of these slaves who created a community, very successful community of lawyers and doctors and real estate agents. And that uh, that space has is still there. And there's still houses that are there that we're still fighting to preserve. So today I'm the internal operations manager for that initiative here in the city of Houston. I also have my own catering firm. I'm known for the charcuterie experience person. So if you want a high level, uh, it's weird. I have this administration, then I have this artsy, quirky side of me. Mm. So there's two areas I can talk to you about here. <laughs> but I, I know it all aligns to my my purpose and, and mm. what I'm able to do on a business initiative and professional level with women. Yeah, I love that you have that outlet for creativity when, because I, I think that sometimes when, when we get into the professional setting, right, it, there's not as much creativity there, but you clearly have a passion for creativity. And I love that you've found an outlet for that. And Thank I've seen so some much. of the pictures of things you've posted and they all look. Oh fantastic. my goodness. Yes. We are connected. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, so in my, and a lot of people don't realize when you, when you cook and if you're an artist, you will put your art into your food. Mm-hmm. So it helps me with color schemes and how certain pieces go in certain places on the plate or when I'm mm-hmm. servicing my customers. So that's another fun part of what I love to do, but Obviously, I have a various area of passion, of course, but um, it all ties into who I am today as a professional Mm -hmm. and as a leader. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things I love centering on in this podcast is some of the challenges that we have faced throughout our journeys, because I think that often we learn so much from each other. And I take the view of if I've, if I have had a challenge and I've made it through or overcome it, I, I want to pay that forward. I want to help other people have an easier way forward. So you shared with us in some of your notes that one of your challenges has been not giving yourself enough grace because you tend to set the bar really high for yourself. And that, that sometimes comes out how you, in how you might treat others. And so giving yourself grace to yourself has been something that you've had to learn and cultivate. So let's, let's dive into this because I think that I, I can't imagine you're alone in not giving yourself enough grace. I, I relate to this so much. Um, I'd love if you can kind of expand on, on what you mean there. And then we're going to dive into some of the, how you've, how you've learned to, to overcome it and, and pay more attention to it. Yeah, no, that's, a, I put that down because I understand how important it is. Uh, but I had to learn, you know, how important it, it was to me. Sometimes we can give grace to everyone else. We will give grace to family members, coworkers, our boss, our children. Meanwhile, we are running in the muck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're not giving ourselves as women, as mothers, as wives, as professionals, as leaders, we're not giving ourselves enough room to kind of just be able to be okay with knowing that maybe I didn't make the mark today, or maybe everything wasn't perfect or everything wasn't what I thought it should have been. Or, you know, having that, what's that syndrome called? Imposter. We talked about imposter, imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. You know, just overly thinking things about yourself. And next thing you know, you're not even qualified enough to be where you think you're supposed to be at for today. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so um, I I really have had to learn through my personal and professional experiences to give myself grace and knowing that even though I messed up or I didn't make the mark that I'm still meant to be where I'm at. Mm. And, and and I was called to be here and I'm mm. going to still sit here in confidence, uh, but give myself that grace, you know, yeah. it's really important. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough thing to, to learn and cultivate, right? It's, it's sometimes I think we're yes. often our own worst critics and it can be really challenging to, 
to let go of that perfection or that, that thought of, Oh, I know it all, or I don't know. Yeah. It all. And, but then we look around and we give others so much grace. It's, we it, do, <laughs> and, we do. And, and, and it's from our life experiences. It's from mm-hmm. our trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, it's from things that have happened to us. And, you know, we are just in our minds living in our own past fears every single day we're trying to operate at work or every single day when we're trying to teach our kids or every single day we're beside our spouses and friends. And a lot of times this, this lack of grace comes from simply the fear of failing mm-hmm. or the fear of being disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to be okay in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard one. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So, one of the things that you said you want to talk about today is the topic of healing the broken leader. And I, I love this as a topic because I think that there's, there's so much as, as we, as women climb in their leadership journeys, right? There's our past is always there with us. There's always things that, that come up. So can you first give me, give me kind of a, a quick overview of what you mean by healing the broken leader? What is the brokenness that we're healing? The brokenness is really ex- past experiences um, for me, and I can only talk for myself. But as I express my story to others, it begins to challenge them to dig deeper mm-hmm. in why they behave the way they do. Mm-hmm. Why, as women, do we respond the way we do? Why do I not like her? Why does this person trigger me, right? Mm-hmm. Why, it, why am I so uncomfortable? And this person hasn't done absolutely anything to me, right? Mm-hmm. There's something inside of us that we have to realize as professionals and as leaders that there's an area that we haven't been healed from. Mm-hmm. There's an area of unforgiveness in our hearts that we have to understand. Okay, I need to be released from whatever moment took place in my life or or help me to heal from that moment so that I can be the best leader, you know, that I've been called to be. So past past pain, past trauma. Mm-hmm. I can go deeper. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, do, I do have a very peculiar, a very particular story. Um, and I, and I'm, and I was someone who was, um, who experienced child abuse mm-hmm. at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually re- found out that I thought it was at five years old, but I actually found out it was at three. Oh, wow. So yeah. Oh, wow. I, so I did experience uh, sexual molestation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that's a very tough, sensitive topic. Um, but when we deal with trauma, we automatically in that moment, however it is, whatever age we are, we lock it in our subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there. So it's still there. Okay. We're still moving along life. We're still doing what we do, but it's locked away because we've been so traumatized by the experience. We don't even want to remember that it happened. Mm-hmm. While these things affect us, 
They affect us as mothers. They affect us as 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 daughters and as wives and as professionals. Right. Right. Yeah. And so we don't want to say the toxicity is coming from us, <laughs> but there's something coming out of us that mm-hmm. we haven't yet addressed. Mm-hmm. And it's giving off to other people, especially when you're in leadership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, this is deep, especially when you're leading people. Yep. And so my passion has come from my past trauma and pain and experiences and me digging deeper in myself to understanding, okay, how, how can I heal as a woman mm. so I can become, you know, the mother, the wife, the leader, the friend, the daughter, I need to be, you know, yeah. It, yeah. walking, right? Yeah, I it's think a lot. It, it is a lot. And and you shared a lot there. Thank you for sharing your personal story. I know that these things can be tough to talk about, but I think you're so right in terms of the things that have happened in our past are, are always there. And if we don't, if we don't put in the time and energy to heal, then it's coming out in ways that maybe we're not showing up as our best self, or maybe there's things holding us back or limiting us because of yeah. the past. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the healing process, um, high level, what does that look like? Um, high level, that looks like taking a sabbatical. <laughs> that looks like taking a moment and breaking away from your schedule and realizing that I don't have any more to give to anyone. Mm. That means that you've reached a high level of burnout. And you can't go any further. And and these are just some of the areas of recognition to know, okay, this is when I need to stop. Right. And it's time for me to reflect. Yeah. Right. Um, and that reflection, that time and that space allows you to do that inner digging, mm. you know, and being able to get that revelation mm-hmm. of, you know, what's going on. But it comes from a, a quiet place. It comes from a space where you're not getting a lot of distractions. Mm. You may have to turn some things off. You may have to take some time off of work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You may have to book that that quiet resort out in the country. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. It's you realizing that everything's gonna still go on when you're not there, but yep. I need time but to just break away. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think we talk about this a lot where this this state of overwhelm, right? We're we're doers. We like to we don't like yeah. to say no. We keep adding to our list and adding to our list. And if if you haven't healed all this stuff from the past and you continue getting more pressure and more pressure and adding on and adding on, like at some point, yeah, you're gonna break. Yeah. You're gonna break. <laughs> it's yeah. not sustainable. And, pro- and I'm not saying productivity is not good, mm-hmm. but sometimes we have to see is, is it an escape? You know, are we like super busy because we don't that that space is so intimidating. It is. Mm -hmm. And it's so sensitive. So, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we do fill our calendars up with all of these busy things and keeping Mm -hmm. our mind going and going, going, because when we stop and sit for a minute, it can be super intimidating. Mm -hmm. It really can be. And it's uncomfortable. It is. It is. And you're right. Uncomfortable. I'm serious. You know, like it's uncomfortable. It's like a scab, you know, a, a scab is irritating when it's healing. It's like it itches. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> oh, it's so much, it makes so much sense. Um, so one of the tips that you have on here, and I, I love this because it, it's so practical, but like, it's, it's simple daily. So you say daily, daily self-assessments are vital to our personal and professional journeys. And oh. I, I think that especially with the, the way we all now work. I mean, so many of us are working from home and there's, 
there's like, for me, my, my office is in my home and I open a door and walk through my family room to my kitchen. Right. And, and so in the morning I come this way in the evening, I go that way. And it's, it's, there's, it's not like I have a commute. I used to use my commuting time as my, as my checkpoint, right. Going into the office and leaving the office, there was, there was time to reflect (laughs) and time to plan. I don't Mm -hmm. have that now. I literally have like you're, you're the, the hallway space, the travel the, space. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's always in my face, right? There's mm. like, even when my office door is closed, it's, it's glass French doors. Like I can still see all everything that's going on. Yeah. And so I love this idea of daily self-assessments, but can you expand a little bit on what you mean by, by self-assessment and why you see them as so important? Sure. Um, so daily self-assessments are extremely vital. Uh, a lot of times we become masters of everyone else. Well, she did this and, uh, you know, this is how he is and da, da, da. But how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, because when I look in the mirror, I'm not going to see her. When I look in the mirror, I'm not going to see him. I'm going to see myself. And so those daily assessments are you asking yourself questions. Mm-hmm. Why did I respond that way? Why did that trigger me? And once you start going down that rabbit trail, you'll begin to get to the root of what's going on or what had happened, you know, but you have to challenge yourself to ask yourself these questions. And that really is going to take some time to say, okay, you know what? So for you, Megan, you may have to go in a different space. You know, you may have to go outside of your home to get, you know, the space that you need that won't distract you the most, you know? Um, Whereas with me, I'm not in my house often enough. So, and I prefer not to be, because I would get really distracted. (laughs) But I know for me, I like going to the park. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like going to places that are real serene, sitting by beside the water, like going to the beach for a day, mm-hmm. you know, just getting to a space where the elements are just calm and soothing. Mm-hmm. And then asking, you know, myself, what, why, 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 what, why am I so angry right now? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel depressed? Mm-hmm. You know, why do I feel mm-hmm. so sad? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and getting that revelation during those times yeah. of, no distractions. That's yeah. helped me tremendously. Yeah. And I think the the distraction piece is big, right? Because if I'm trying to do this, if I'm trying to reflect and I, I walk a lot, I have a dog. So my, okay. my, my daily walks, like I get out. Um, but we're constantly like this, this is going off all day long. Right. It's and, been going off since we've been talking. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I had, I, I do have an Apple watch. I recently stopped wearing it because I noticed it was constantly, it was like, like I have to, I'm going to fix the alert. So it's more of a, a watch and activity tracker, less of a being on all the time, because there's this expectation that we're on all the time. And all when, the time. You're, Sorry about that. when you're on all the time, you can never take the moment to just like reflect and say, what's working well, what's not working well. Why am I feeling this way? What's, what's right. overwhelming all me around. today? Yeah. Yes. And, and it's, it's interesting that I I had a conversation with somebody recently and I said, you know, I, my commute used to be that time. And if I'm driving in my car, I'm not on my phone because I can't be on my phone and I might have music playing and there might be something, but like the finding those moments where, where you can reflect back and, and really think, okay, how am I doing today? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it may be that you really may have to put yourself on a schedule. Like if, mm-hmm. if you do have so much going on, you have a you have to literally create, you have to carve out a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. From from one o'clock to two o'clock every single day. I will not look at social media. 
I'm going to keep my phone off. Like you said, I'm going to take my watch off. I'm mm -hmm. not going to take any calls. I'm going to let my loved ones know, do not disturb me between this time and this time. This is my time. Yes. Yeah. It could be in the morning, afternoon, or at night, but just literally force yourself to create those, those spaces mm -hmm. for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think and it's it so important. So these always go by so fast. Um, yeah. like, I feel like there's so many questions <laughs> I could talk forever. I want to make sure that people know where they can reach you and we will have your link in the show notes. So there's a link tree where you can reach Iris and find her in all places online. So go yes. check that out. I will also encourage you if you are in the Houston area, uh, Iris is the president of our local chapter for IAW in Houston. So if you're looking to connect locally, definitely connect with Iris and get in touch about some local chapter events. Um, but she's got lots of great things on her link tree to go check out. Um, Iris, where's your favorite place online to connect with people? Um, I'm finding it's Facebook. So I, I think I have my Facebook over there. Yep. It's, it's Facebook. There. Yeah. Facebook. And then you yep. can catch me on my Iris's kitchen page. I have a team of people who help me post on social media, but I'm all, we're always, you know, interacting with our clients right. there. Yep. But if you go to my Facebook page and you send me a DM, I'm very responsive. Um, and the, the Iris kitchen page has lots of very fun food stuff on it. So be careful if you click that link. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you. Yeah. We got a big event coming up in November, so I'm excited about it. Um, exciting. Excited. So yeah, preparing for that, but yeah, that is I, I fun. Love, anyone that wants to reach out. I'm always here. I'm not unreachable. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Seriously. So as we wrap up here, Iris, I'd love if you could kind of close us out with kind of a final tip or word of advice or, or words of inspiration for our listeners. Oh my goodness. I, so many, but what comes to mind is just walking in your true authenticity, being okay. If you don't have everything together today uh, and understanding that you don't have to be perfect and show up for everyone, um, strive for per perfection, but it's okay if you're not. Be okay with learning how to love yourself again. And I promise you, you'll be well on your way to healing the leader that's within you. Love it. Love it. Such a great way to wrap us up. Thank you so much for being here today. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Iris. To our yes. listeners, thank you so much. If anything resonated with you, if if you loved this episode, drop us a note, leave us a, a review. We always love listening, hearing feedback from our listeners. And stay tuned. We will be back next week with a new episode of Unlimited Horizons. Always a pleasure connecting with our guests, with our audience. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.